Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about your marriage being in a funk. And I think we've all been in that place where we've been in some sort of marriage funk. And when I talk about that word funk, I'm thinking about like a bad mood. We've all had moments, we've had a day or two for which we're just in a bad mood. Something has happened internally, externally, and it's just, we're off for a day or so. And I think we all have that in marriage. In fact, I think we need to normalize funks in marriage from the aspect of we're not always going to be happy with each other or happy in life. We're all going to have moments. We're going to have little struggles, times when we're irritated by our spouse. Every single one of us deals with funks. So what do we do with that? And now you may be, be saying, well, Dave, uh, we're always in a funk. Every single week, we've been in a funk for uh, months, for years. Then I would say, okay, this is not one of those normal little moments. This is something that's actually gotten into the bloodstream of your marriage. And if you find yourself in this place where uh, you're just in a constant struggle, the constant massive effort that and intention that you have to put into your marriage, you may need some professional help. And so I'm here to say, before we get into how to deal with the surface funk stuff, if you're in deep-seated stuff, get help. Find you a Christ-centered counselor, somebody that can speak into your marriage, into your lives, that is bold enough to not just tell you what's off, but also lead you towards some healing, restoration, and some maybe some health within your relationship. So let's talk today, because I think we all go into funk moments. We all have marital bad moods, so to speak. How do we deal with it, and how do we get ourselves out of it? Here we go. Number one, begin to assess boundaries. Look at your life and start assessing boundaries because sometimes work can spill over into your life. Sometimes family members, even friends, can be overstepping their bounds. Uh, how about this one? If you've got uh, kids that are involved in sports and activities, sometimes their activities have completely taken over the time that you have family-wise and just your life. By the way, if you're just trying to fill up your kids' activities in order to keep them busy, I'm here to say it's okay for your kids to be bored. It's okay for them to fill their own time with their own creativity, with their own hobbies, to let them do things themselves. You don't have to entertain them 24 hours a day. Sometimes we have to access boundaries and just begin to ass assess where they are at, recognizing, hey, I'm bringing work home. We need to set up a boundary. We've got family members, friendships that are showing up when maybe they shouldn't show up and they just don't know boundaries. It's okay to set those. It's okay to tell your kids, no, we're not going to do this activity. You've got 20 of them. We're going to cut out 10 of them. We're going to cut out 12 of them and minimize them as to give ourselves a very healthy mode. So assess boundaries. Second of all, revisit roles and responsibilities. This is so practical, so simple. And yet sometimes the division of labor that was comfortable when you first got married uh, doesn't fit where you're at right now. You know, for example, when the pandemic hit and all of a sudden we were all quarantined, we were all at home, my wife, who takes on a majority, almost all of the work on our home, um, she, she does an amazing job, has always done an amazing job, all of a sudden had the entire family 
at home all day, every single day, for which we just revisited, okay, maybe we need to just actually share the load a bit, seeing as we're all here all day long. She had no break from us whatsoever. And all of a sudden, because the season changed, we decided to revisit the roles and responsibilities and begin to share those. And so look at your lives and recognize that what you shared in terms of the responsibilities and expectations of each other might need to be re-talked about. You might need to re-navigate through those and talk about, okay, who should be doing what in the season where we are at right now? Because you might have set something up prior to the kids or you set something up, the responsibilities and roles when the kids were little. Now the kids are all in school. Maybe the kids are all teenagers. You have empty nests now. It's okay to revisit those roles and responsibilities because that could rescue you out of the funk that you are in. How about this one? Addressing the elephant in the room address the elephant in the room. If you want to get out of the funk, some people are inviting a funk in their relationship by just not addressing the issue that the both of you know is there, but nobody wants to own it. Nobody wants to take the bull by the horns and say, let's talk about this right now. And so what happens is there's this ongoing tension that goes on. And some of you are thinking, well, we just kind of Embrace the tension until the tension has gone away and then we just keep living life. Let me just say this. The tension's not going away. You're just getting used to the tension and that's now your norm and you're living with the tension. And you may say, we have no tension on our relationship. I would venture to say is that you got used to it and that became the norm until something takes place where that tension gets stronger and now you're having to readjust your life to make it the norm to that level of tension. Address the elephant in the room. Talk about it. Stop sabotaging your relationship and putting your relationship into a funk by ignoring the elephant in the room. And lastly, nip resentment in the bud. A common thread that runs through every single one of these tips is the idea of a sense of resentment that can build up as grievances are continued to be unspoken or unaddressed. You have to deal with bitterness. You have to deal with resentment. And some people think, well, my partner should know just what to do. They should figure it out on their own. I'm here to say, don't allow your spouse to work on a marriage issue by themselves. Be with them. Talk with them. Walk through this with them. Sometimes you're assuming that something uh, should be very apparent to them. And at the same time, they could think the same thing of you. Own it together and release resentment. I say this quite often about unforgiveness and resentment, and it's not something that I came up with. It's something that has been said for years by numbers of people much more wise than me. But unforgiveness and resentment, they are like the poison you drink that you think is going to kill or hurt somebody else. You're killing yourself with it. You're killing your marriage with it. Holding on to resentment does nothing but just cause not just the irritation, but just the absolute collapse of the relationship and your life. It will go more than just a funk in the relationship. You will actually go into a place that is going to hamper and confuse and hurt your marriage nip relationship in the bud. So those are my four things. If you are dealing with a bit of a funk in the relationship, get practical. Assess boundaries. Has work, has things with the kids, has family members, has friends, have they overstepped their boundaries? And maybe to no fault of theirs, you've just never set up the boundary and communicated that. So set those up. Secondly, revisit roles and responsibilities. What worked in one season may not work in this season, so revisit them. Number three, address the elephant in the room. 
Talk about what you ought to have been talking about from the get-go for when whatever happened to your marriage happened. You should have been talking about it. So time, time is today. The time is now. Talk about the elephant in the room. And then number four, just nip resentment in the bud. Deal with it. You can forgive immediately. It doesn't mean you have to trust right away because forgiveness, I believe, is not just in the immediate. It's every single day choosing to forgive. It doesn't mean you have to trust right away. That's got to be built. It doesn't mean you just go right back into offering your heart over. That It's a step at a time as the both of you are working together on marital health. But you've got to nip resentment in the bud and choose to move forward. That's all I've got. Love you all. Have a great Marriage Monday, and we will see you next week. God bless.